Alright, hey guys, Cass here. So, um, got a rare treat for you today. I mean, for the first time ever, the Scare View has a guest. So, joining me via telephone, we have author Brad Dune. Do you want to say hi, Brad? Hey, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, basically, wanted to uh, alert you guys. We have the upcoming debut novel, uh, After Dark Vapors, and I've had the pleasure of reading it. It's freaking awesome. Um, so, Brad, thanks for uh, for coming on. Um, and essentially, I mean, I, I know a lot of uh, the fans listening probably aren't too sure what it's about. So, um, why, don't, why don't you go ahead and kind of describe it to everybody? It's uh, a werewolf novel set in... Uh, Newfoundland, St. John's, Newfoundland, and parts of Labrador. Basically, it's a story about a, a young guy who discovers that his family has been cursed um, with lycanthropy. And uh, in order to end the curse, uh, he has to kind of dig into the, the sordid family history um, of his father's uh, of his father's father. And he traces it back to uh, some stuff that happened in residential schools in Labrador and how his grandfather uh, inadvertently offended uh, a wolf god and cursed um, the family. Awesome. Like, guys, it honestly blew me away. Um, I got to say, like, your character development is unbelievable. Um, I I loved it. Uh, Like... Tyler and Julie, especially, um, like just their like post-secondary pre-life crisis, I guess, as I could cra- describe <laughs> it, you know, like I, I just found it really relatable. You know, I could, awesome. I've been there, you know, I totally, totally get it. Um, I got to admit, Tyler frustrated the shit out of me a couple times. <laughs> yeah. You know, I found myself like reading it, like kind of yelling at him. I'm like, Tyler, listen to Julie. Like she's. No, you know, like that kind of thing. But uh, no, I it, they were, you know, I just, I got, I loved it, and I gotta say, I, it it helped really, you know, strike that ending. It like really hit home because like you've developed them so well that you feel like they're they're a part of you, and you just, you know, it's, it it was. I love just love the characters. Um, Excellent. The Thank you. History, mind blowing, and and at the same time, creepier than than some of the stuff I've seen King write. You know, it, but. Uh, yeah, it it's it sat with me, you know. Definitely, kind of thought about it, and it's like, wow, you know what? This this actually happened. So that I don't know. That stuff always kind of creeps me out even more. Um, and to all of you that don't know this book, go check it out. It's it's freaking awesome. Um, so are you ready to dive into a couple a uh, couple questions? It's not like fifty questions or anything crazy, but I think you'll I think you'll be okay. Um, so, uh, you know, basically starting off, what books inspired you to become an author? Uh, well, funny you mentioned King there, but, uh, I think It by Stephen King, uh, was, uh, one of the books that really drove me into the horror genre. I read that book when I was like 15, I think. Great in choice. My first year, first year of high school. And, uh, it blew me away cause I didn't know you were like allowed <laughs> To write that kind of stuff, it was uh, very true. It was like someone had just like written a nightmare that I had, and it uh, it really just changed my life. And um, I've been a big fan of his ever since. Um, I was also a big fan of like Tolkien, Lord of the Rings, and The mm-hmm. Hobbit when I was when I was young. Um, and also uh, when I got into university, uh, writers like uh, James Joyce and T. S. Eliot, Ernest Hemingway. The okay. kind of like modernist writers, they really, um, 
uh, influenced me. And lately now, uh, writers like uh, Jonathan Franzen, who writes a lot about like families, okay. that really inspired me. And uh, local writers in Newfoundland like uh, Wayne Johnston and Michael Crummy, who write a lot about uh, Newfoundland history, uh, they also really inspired me as well. And I have an uncle uh, who actually recently passed away, but he was... Uh, oh, my sympathies. A scholar at the university here, and he was um, he was very passionate about Newfoundland uh, history and literature. And he really turned me on to um, the local scene and made me want to be um, a, a very much a Newfoundland writer, trying okay. to like take pull all those like influences like Stephen King or Tolkien and uh, and put it in in a Newfoundland kind of kind of story. So that's kind of um, uh, what inspired me to, to write the kind of stuff that I want to write. I gotta say, you know, now that now that you say that, it really, uh, you, you, I can honestly say you've done that with this novel. Well done. Awesome. You know, you. well Thank done. You. You've, you definitely, uh, you definitely put to put your reader there while uh, while they're going through it. So, uh, this one's kind of a double question. So I don't know if you, um, like, I, I've only met a couple authors in my time. A couple of them, though, did pull from real life for their characters. So um, if that's the case, did you? And if you did, what do you owe those people that you pulled from to base on? Oh, did I pull, like, from real life people to base yeah. my characters on? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, uh, Tyler especially is, um, well, I, I, I mean... Uh, I think any writer would say that all characters are like some kind of aspect of themselves. Okay, uh, yeah. So I see parts of myself in all the characters, but definitely Tyler is very much based on uh, two or three of my friends that I've kind of like combined into one person. Cool, um, okay. Like you said, like friends that I've had since I was in kindergarten, I'm still friends with, but I just want to strangle them sometimes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, you have those moments. I was going to say, uh, they make. Well, and it could be your worst nightmare, imagining all three of those just amalgamating into one super, <laughs> super being. But it, no, I, that's there's, cool. There's one buddy of mine, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm afraid he's going to try and sue me or something because oh. <laughs> I've taken some uh, some real life things that he did and and and, uh, and put it into the book. So I don't know how he's going to react when he reads it. Oh, um, well, you know what? <laughs> Just remind him, you know, as long as he's not running for uh, any, you know, judicial seat where we're going to have to kind of review uh, previous ethics or anything. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Sorry to all my American listeners. Uh, Making a Kavanaugh joke. I watch too much news. Too much news. So I'm so sorry, American listeners, to those of you that listen to him. (laughs) Uh, But uh, so um, now I remember, I think it's King who says he, he spends an hour a day writing. I think, uh, or something like that. Do you uh, do you have any writing, you know, policy that you follow, or or do you just kind of have your own ritual? I do shift work, uh, so my schedule is like really up and down. But I do try to get like two or three hours when I can, and like I just like try and protect that as much as possible. Okay. Um, I'm pretty. I'm pretty slow with my writing. Like, I don't know if I, I could get much done in an hour, but usually two or three hours um, is is what I need. And uh, I really got to, like, fight to protect that because I think a lot of a lot of people, when they realize you're a writer, it's like, oh, well, you know, you can just work whenever you want, so can you come oh, do so the favor true. for me? Or, 
you know, my family wants you to come paint some fence or something, and I'm like, well, guys, like, the book has to be written. <laughs> I do actually have to write. Oh, no, it's so, um, so if true. If any writers are out there listening, like, I feel your pain. You have to, you have to fight to protect that time. It's, you know what, I've got a, a family friend who uh, who is a writer, and uh, they literally had to move to another continent for that time. <laughs> like, no word I of a lie. It. Yeah, like, just to get it. away yeah. from it. So, uh, uh, it's you know what, kudos to you for, you know, having to put your foot down and just say, guys, back off. Like, gotta... Oh, speaking of my second novel, I had to do, um, I did up an application for a grant, so I had to bang out, like, 30 pages of it, so I... I I went to my family's cabin out in the middle of, like, wilderness land where oh, I knew no wow. one could reach me. So, like, <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful spot to write because it's so isolated. And uh, there's no – they've only recently got internet, but I don't have, uh, like, Wi-Fi out there. So I don't have distractions. And I'm so easily distracted by social media. And um, the signals are very good. So I, I just went out there and, and spent, like, four days uh, camped out writing. And it was uh, excellent. So I need to – I need to do that more often, I think. That's wicked, actually, but totally not going to lie. I'm getting, like, Jack Torrance vibes, you know? Like, you didn't feel like you were going to go crazy or anything? <laughs> I feel like I go crazy if I don't go out there, so it's kind of like the opposite, I Oh, think. okay. Good point. Good point. All right. Got to ask the question. Do you Google yourself? Uh, um, not really. I do sometimes uh, when I need to check on because i've done some journalism so every okay. now and then i need to like dig up uh some of the bylines i did and then i'll, I'll kind of like i'm like where did i publish that to and then i gotta like go dig it up on google but um i don't really google myself in terms of like Checking, oh, someone saying rating. something about me or anything like that yeah good for you good for you you know just yeah well uh, what is it uh, i've always been a firm believer of uh, any any publicity is good publicity just spell my name right <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, you were mentioning, like, part of the creative process is kind of just, you know, getting that time alone to, to do what you, you need to do, you know, can be kind of difficult. Like, is there any other things you find during that, that process to be difficult or? Do, anything difficult about the writing process? Yeah, like, just that creative process, like, coming up with the thoughts or, you know, anything? Yeah, right now, uh, I've kind of struggled to break through with the second novel because, um, when I wrote the first novel, I basically told myself, like, <laughs> I, I just kind of got in this mind space, like, no one's ever going to read this. I'm never going to get it published, so I might as well just write whatever I want to write. Okay. And that's kind of how I got it done. But now, <laughs> now it is published, and my publisher wants another novel, so it is actually, so people are going to read this second novel, so I've been finding it hard to kind of get back into that that mindset, which was so productive for me last time um interesting so okay. I'm, I'm hoping now that the launch is, is sunday and some more promo stuff this couple weeks i'm hoping that i'm just going to get over this hump and the book is out the first book is out and that's just going to kind of do its own thing and i can kind of just move on and, and start working on uh the second one in earnest oh that's awesome well i wish you all the best man guys for every, everybody listening 
It's After Dark Vapors. It comes out this Sunday. That's October the 28th. Um, and like I said, it's freaking awesome. You've got to check it out. It's got some amazing Canadian history. Um, for those of you that don't know much about Canada, I just highly recommend it because you're going to learn something at the same time. So um, I've got a couple movie questions for you, Brad, being that this is a, you know, a movie podcast. So um, you got to tell me, what's your favorite film? If I had to pick one, I'd probably pick Blade Runner. Okay. Like the original or the remake? Uh, the original. Okay. Uh, with like Harrison Ford. Um, it's so, like, well, I mean, there's, so different, there's a couple different versions, but the one I watched was like the director's cut, which I think came out first in the 90s. Yeah. Um, I love the, uh, what's it called? The punk sci-fi? Cyberpunk. I love okay. the cyberpunk vibes in it. Um, it's so like, it's such like dirty sci-fi. It's so, it's such yeah, a well put. You, you feel that setting so it's so tactile. Like I've never really watched a sci-fi movie where I feel so like in the trenches. Okay. Um, and I love stuff that I love genre mashups. Uh, so anything that takes two like the genres that don't seem to be related, but then can make them work together. Okay. So the way uh, they make like the sci-fi and the noir style work together, um, it's just, it's so perfect. And um, uh, Harrison Ford is awesome in it. So uh, true. Very and, few times uh, do I disagree that that man, you know, can do no wrong. <laughs> and uh, Rucker Hauer as, uh, as the villain, he's so good. He's excellent. Um, just like, it, it just everything is perfect about it. That's <laughs> all I can yeah. really. Well, say, well said. Uh, so, uh, what was the last film you watched? The last movie I watched was actually uh, that's a good question because I went and saw uh, the, uh, there was at my local theater there was a 40th anniversary screening of Halloween. Oh, nice! Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So me and my buddies and and, and watched it, and it was it was awesome because I'd never seen that movie in theaters. Um, oh, that's wicked! So that was a really cool experience. I love watching like classic movies in theaters oh definitely uh, whenever, whenever they do like a special event like that i always try and try and make it out for that yeah i was disappointed to to miss out uh, of course due to work work commitments um but uh, uh they were screening alfred hitchcock's psycho in the theater i was so oh, nice yeah. so disappointed i missed out i found out of course after so i'd love to see that too yeah i gotta ask you if you were you know, Hollywood approached you, they're going to turn this into a movie, and they want you to describe who you want for the cast. Is there anybody that you have in mind for these characters, you know, or anything? Or would would you hope that they would just kind of find a, you know, a cast that's of, uh, you know, like local Canadian artists, and then just kind of go from there? Dude, I would love the, the little girl, Violet. Uh, I mean, she's a Métis girl, so I would love to see you know, a Métis girl representer. Okay. But I just, I've been watching The Haunting of Hill House. Okay, yeah. And there's a little girl that plays the character Theo, and I just, I, lo- I love her so much in that in that role. So you'd, and, uh, you'd be giving her the job cool the next day. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool if she could do something like that. Wicked. Um, uh, I keep, uh, it's hard to, to some of the actors, because when I kind of wrote Tyler, I, 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 when I came up with the character, it was, early in the Game of Thrones series and I kind of pictured him as like um, uh, he had like a real like Jon Snow look to him. Okay. I, I kind of wanted him to have like uh, have like just like a boyish good look 
that that kind of would seduce someone like Julie. Um, but I almost feel like Kit Harrington is too old now to play that it, play that role. Okay. Well, you never know. With you know, with CGI and all that, they can uh, they can do <laughs> they can do some pretty cool magic. Well, uh, I gotta say, thank you so much, Brad, for joining me. Um, you know, it's uh, all of you listening. Thanks again. Um, you know, and you gotta check out his no- new novel, After Dark Vapors. It's uh, it's freaking awesome. Um, so, and again, Brad, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me out. Oh, no worries. And uh, quickly, guys, wrapping up, as always, reach out to me on whatever social media, you know, uh, device you feel necessary. And I believe, Brad, you also have a few, um, you know, uh, Instagram accounts and whatnot. If uh, if anyone looks is looking to follow Brad, you can definitely find him through my Instagram. Um, I believe you, you may know your name as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think my, my Instagram handle is just author Brad Dunn, D-U-N-N-E. Uh, pretty easy to find, uh, and uh, I'm on. I have an author's Facebook page. Same thing, and uh, uh, I think my Twitter handle is, is Brad Dunn seventeen ninety six. Excellent, guys! Definitely check Brad out. Check out his new novel. It's freaking awesome. And as always, keep calm, stay creepy.